What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You are, you are listening to the heavy hitters. Re died or something recently? Yeah, man. Passed away this afternoon. Oh, that's why. Shout out to Pix. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know he passed away this afternoon, man. Yeah, man. This afternoon. Got it just before it came down to the show. Man, I've been. That's, man, RIP, man. No they, doubt. They say no cause doubt. of death? I uh, haven't heard yet, man, but the shocking thing for me is that it's another member of Tupac's Outlaws that's deceased. He's deceased, yeah. That's, man, that's, I think Hussein Fatal was just before yeah. this one and. There've been several others, so we'll, we'll talk about that tonight. Yeah, for wow, sure, man. Wow, wow. Well, along with Tupac, yeah, Pac with the Outlaws, all just man, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, y'all. Uh. Yeah, man, another one down. That's crazy, y'all. Uh. Well, you definitely listen to the Heavy Hitters Radio Show. That voice you hear is a Jeezy. He don't have Moose in the building tonight. He taking some well time off to take care of some no family doubt, issues, no man. So, thinking you know, about you, brother. Give you know, say, give him a little quick shout out. Uh, but definitely we got we got D Lo G aka Books. One two one two. It'll always be Books to me. Yeah, but <laughs> <All> I, I, <laughs> he came prepared. He got notes. I like that. Always. And then on the ones and twos, man, we got DJ Squeeze. Greatest DJ. You know Crucial Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with entertainment. What is that? Crucial Entertainment. Crucial Entertainment with All the right. I Love Indiana shirt on. Oh, oh, by the way, speaking of Crucial Entertainment, salute DJ King getting the uh, Trailblazer Award. Presented by Heavy Hitters and Stop Beefing Radio's own DJ Skrill. Yes. So shout out to you guys. You look great in the suit, by the way. Yeah, you look, you look real yeah, great in the suit, man. shoes on with your tuxedo, man. Hey, man, y'all know DJ Skrill put on some J's with that tux, dog. It, 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 was, it was nice. Though. I'm going to have some fresh uh, Jordan 5s, the Oreo 5s with the tux, with the tooth, man. That, and, and, and I was shocked because I was like, man, Jeezy ain't even going to see it. And Jeezy seen it. He was like, "Whoa!" The first thing he didn't say, "Congratulations!" He said, "Is that a suit?" That <laughs> <laughs> was good. I, I know it's been the reaction. But seriously, shout out Jeezy, to shout uh, out. DJ King shout out. on the Trailblazer Award, and also the uh, the long list of other uh, honorees for those awards. Man, we thank you for what you're doing for the city of Indianapolis. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's that's good stuff, man. And one thing too, man, like we definitely in the holiday season. Support your small businesses, man. I know, Absolutely, I know, I know. It's always yeah. easy. to it might be more convenient sometimes, man, to go to the to the to the major stores like the Walmart's and the Best Buys, man. But sometimes, man, 
Joker's around around the corner for you, man. Got everything you need, man, for half the price, man. So go ahead and check them. Check out small businesses, man, and support them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're definitely the fabric, man, of what goes on in this country, man. What what this country is really all about, man. Just supporting the little man, man. Making sure that uh that they don't get left behind by these big major chains, you know. So absolutely, and small businesses, it's time to support one another. Time to bandy together and uh, yeah. try and make moves together yeah. I mean, because there are some great opportunities. Uh, certainly divided, uh, we're not as strong as we are together. So um, it's time to start having some real conversations about these things. Uh, I think we got some great topics tonight. Uh, one that AGZ was discussing earlier yeah. in terms of uh, in terms of felons and, and finances. Uh, and finances. Yeah. So a lot of good things to get into. But real quick, but one thing you said something about sticking together, man. Like what's going on in Dakota? Shows you when people come together, man. That pipeline was going to be built. Man. Now the Nas, no. they 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 going it's around it. It's, it's on pause right now. With and I I saw something on on MSNBC. This guy had a very very good diatribe about what's going on with that situation. And it's crazy how the major how this country it was built on the slaughter of Native Americans, and then. The Native Americans, you know, are the only people that America has broken several peace treaties with. If you remember, when we bombed, when we fought Germany, we went back to Germany and rebuilt Germany. You know what I mean? We, but we have yet to rebuild anything that we, that we took or stole from the Native Americans. All we continue to do is we want more land, we just take it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we want that peace. That piece of property over there, we just take it because it's, it's here, and, and, and we here, and, and we're the one to take it from you, you know. So, and I didn't know I didn't know this until yesterday. That Ohio was named after an Indian tribe. What? I did not know that, but now it kind of it's Ohio, Massachusetts, uh, Minnesota, Illinois, De- Illinois. De- all these are like wow. all are like, are like native. I never knew that these was like named oh, after. Really? Uh, yeah, I knew, I knew Oklahoma, and I knew those like. Those was kind of like the ones, like Utah and all of those. That's the only one I knew was Oklahoma. And, and those, I, I those. only knew Oklahoma. Yeah, but I didn't know Ohio was like a, a, a real native, heavily populated Native I American place. I had no place. idea that Massachusetts was named after yeah. a Native American. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. So, I mean. I wow. Mean, so, this guy, he, he, he went on a little, a little tirade, man, showing that, you know, it's amazing how if their pipeline, if they, if they decide to, to build it, those people who've been there since the beginning of time will be arrested for trespassing. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. That's crazy. It, it, it's, it's hard to fathom, but America is such a country of entitlement it's, and yes. the entitlement attitude that we tend to take into situations. In, in the situation, man. You know what? I mean, just in, anytime you see these highways built for convenience uh, by these states, you have to think. So many homes are being knocked down. Knocked down. You know, just to make room for convenience. But this is your land, this and these people are going to be undercompensated, if at all, you know, which is a tragedy <laughs> right. in itself. Right. But for the benefit of the state and this city, you will forfeit your land. You know what it's called? Eminent <laughs> domain. domain. Yeah, exactly. Eminent <laughs> domain. I mean, they can come in. like they, they offer you money, which is way below what your market value is, way below Absolutely. any kind of sentimental value. Forget the fact that you've been there your whole life. It's basically, you know what? We need this land. We got to have that land. Period. Point blank. You know what I mean? And I think there was a movie about that uh, uh, with uh, Matt Damon a, a couple of years ago. Where he was like working for this oil company, going to these small towns and 
how they get the small town. They give them like these little pennies and get all these people to vote for them. And they basically come in and tear up their crops, man, and, and, and build these oil refineries, man. I, I'll definitely get the name of that movie here shortly. But uh, it's crazy, man, how that eminent domain kind of works, man. Uh, like in Kokomo, you know, Kokomo kind of shot themselves in the foot with that bypass. Like, I guarantee in 10 years, Kokomo would not be the city as far as for business. That, that highway. That highway because yeah. they built that bypass. Well, what happened? What happened? Well, like, see, what, what Kokomo did was because people were scary. Like, Kokomo, you know, you got to go through there. So you got all your little stores. So people was afraid that once you build that bypass and go around Kokomo, that businesses would lose out on gas. You know, people stopping to get gas and shopping or whatever because you don't have to no longer have to go through Kokomo <laughs> to get to South Bend. You just go around it and keep going. Sure. Well, when they built that highway, they made a deal with Kokomo saying, okay, for the first seven years, we no one's allowed to build any gas stations or any kind of shopping mall on that bypass you still have to go through Kokomo if you want to get gas or whatever so Kokomo signed off on that seven years really wow seven years not a long time that's uh <laughs> seven years not a long time at all no <laughs> you know what I mean so that's the problem I think with, with a lot of people in in, in our position and in, in human people human beings in general we have a short-term view of a lot of different things. Absolutely. I think finance is being chief among them. Right. So we have a short-term view. So people look at, well, I'm good for seven years. But, yeah, what about the next 50, the next 100 years? Right. How good would your business that you want to pass down to your kids and your kids' kids, how would that do? How would that fare them? You know, it amazes me that, that people don't have more five- and ten-year plans. You know, the five-year plan is actually a very short plan, but you should have some sort of outlook for your life, where it's going, whether it be uh, financially, uh, from a career standpoint, uh, from a num number of avenues. You should long-term everything. You should certainly take the steps in the short term to, to, to build whatever you're getting towards long-term, but you should always keep something in the scope, something that's going to get you motivated, something that's going to get you excited, and that should include your finances. Right. And, and, and speaking of that, you know, I come from a union family. Like, I grew up. My dad, brother, everybody works in the, in the mills up north, so they definitely unionized. And I, I want to say, was it Pence or was it Daniels that abolished, made Indiana right to work state? Uh, it was Pence. It was Pence. And what people don't know. No, it was, uh, it was Daniels. It was Daniels. I thought it was Miss Daniels. Yeah, Miss Daniels. Yeah, uh, Daniels. Daniels. I thought it was Pence. I know he well, one of the two. One, no, I, I think Pence came in office shortly after, after that. After that. Yes. Well, what people don't understand with the union, whether you for union or not by the union, the one thing that the union does is it gives people a voice because, it's, like you said earlier, it's strength in numbers. Right. If I go to my boss and say I want to raise, my boss will be like, man, whatever, dude, you out of here. But if everybody go to the boss and say we want to raise, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, that, that certainly changes the conversation yeah, you at can't, that you point. Can't fire, you can't fire everybody. But now it's abolished. I mean, which is it, – Well, we know, know what they did was. What they did was – They've certainly minimized it. You, can, you have the option now to join the union or not. So a lot of the old heads, which, again, is the state of Indiana and the, the businesses, they have a long-term, 100-year – Goal, so to speak. So they say, okay, yeah, we know right now that you old heads, you thirty, you you forty year olds and up. Yeah, we'll put it with y'all for the next twenty years. But these new guys coming in, we gonna make sure that they that we talk bad about the union. So the the, the more the longer y'all stay in office, the longer y'all stay in. When you old guys going out, now we got this new young blood. Now we got this now we got this new young bloods coming in here 
where they won't necessarily be a part of the union. So now what happens is the wages go down. Now all of a sudden you're not making instead of making twenty five, thirty dollars an hour, not on the same jobs, you're making ten, twelve, fourteen. They, they're willing to take less. Huh? Will, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So the, the so the thing is, as long as you're willing to take less money, you know what I mean, they ain't gotta pay you. The same with the NFL. They shot yeah. themselves in the foot. You know what yeah. I mean? By having a rookie a rookie wage scale, you shot yourself in the foot because now instead of paying you a veteran, paying you ten million, I get a rookie in the fifth round for a million dollars for four years? Yeah, which way am I, which way am I going to go? I mean, which is sad because it's completely watered down the talent level. In yes. The NFL. That, that's the real sacrifice. I mean, so it's a lot more difficult for you to win these uh, uh, rings. And certainly the, the thing of the dynasty is almost going to be of the past unless you're uh, coached by Bill Belichick. Bill, Bill Belichick. Um, but otherwise than that, man, it's actually tragic. And I hate what the, uh, what the NFL has done in terms of uh, going back to the drawing board for collective bargaining purposes only to, again, increase the wealth of the owners at the expense of these players. I mean, to look at the rookie contract now and the uh, the amount of uh, money that's not, not. guaranteed, <laughs> yes. you know, is the shocker to me. I mean, you know, there was a time growing up when it looked like if you made it to the NFL, you were going to have access to some real income. Real income. Man, these guys are getting jobs at Staples. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Selling used cars, call it age easy to see if you can sell some insurance. <laughs> right. I <laughs> mean, know? it's crazy because, like, if you think about it, it it's, the, it's the Sam Bradford deal. Then when Sam Bradford came in, he was the last one. He signed He signed a five, I think it was a five-year deal. He got 50 million guarantees. That, I mean, that he's, was it. he's the number one draft pick. Yeah. The next year when Cam Newton signed, $10 million. Oh, man, it was incredible. That's an incredible drop-off. So, but the veterans, the veterans was upset because all these rookies who was unproven was getting all this money. They felt like they should be getting the money, right? Yeah. So the owners was like, okay, we'll do that. We'll put it in a wage scale and give it to the veterans. But it didn't happen. No, the veterans got cut left yeah. and right. <laughs> got cut left you know what? Right. You're too much. You're too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Cut it. Right. Cut it. Yeah. Cut it. You need to cut it. That's, that's exactly what happened. Like, wait a minute. Like, Reggie These, Wayne is way too high. We got to exactly, yeah. exactly. It's like why, why, why would I pay Reggie Wayne when I can get Reggie Grain out of out of uh, IUP? While when we got a football team, he was playing basketball. But he's gonna cost me, you know, three hundred thousand dollars for four years. For a tenth of the cost, crazy. You know what I'm saying? You got jokers playing on potentially on, more than that. Real talk. You got jokers playing in, in the NFL on special teams right now, making fifty stacks a year. Not all guaranteed. <laughs> Not all. Not, not guaranteed. Hey, man, I think there was a thing that said the water boy makes like 30. Yeah. Yeah. A professional water boy. That? The, water boys the mascot made like 70. Yeah, he makes. Water boys eating. Yeah, water boys hammer time. He's going in. 30? No, no, who, who's the coat mascot? What's his name? The coat. Blue. 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 Blue makes more money than jokers on the field. Already. Or, or That's almost kind of sad. I mean, especially <laughs> when you start considering uh, the guys on the end of the roster, uh, the, those guys that are going to be cut and shuffled to the practice guys squad. 52, they'd 50, love to be 51, blue. 51, 52. That's, that's, yeah. that's guys, what, 50, 51, They go to practice 52. every day and look at blue like, they got a job. Right. Wow. Like, blue got a job. Because if you remember, that's what Brian Erlacher and the other guys was, was saying during the strike. It was like, oh, it's the millionaires versus the billionaires. And the dude was like, dude, like, stop saying millionaires because, like, it's only, like, five guys on the team making millions. Right. You know what I mean? It's only, like, really, like, five or six guys on a 52-man roster 
only five is like millionaires. I mean, they're, they're, they're looking at blue and the other mascots like, <laughs> right. man, that's what security looks like. Right. I, I, I need to be, I need to be like, you know, Dallas. I should have aimed higher in life. <laughs> I should have aimed higher. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, and it's sad, but now you got Bryce Harper commanding $400 million. That's Knock crazy. him out the park. That's crazy. Somebody's going to pay it. In, in Major League Baseball, somebody's going to pay that ticket. They have access that to the money. They've got a schedule is, that, that is going just, to just, continue. Just say it again. Say it again. $400 million dollars for 10 years. That, 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 that's, that's what I want. 40 M's a no, year. No, 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 400. No, but 40 million per year. But, but 400 in total. Yeah, 400 total. When A-Rod got $200 million, people thought the world was going to end. I, I yeah, absolutely. I thought it was a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, because I think even before A-Rod, the previous high was somewhere around 126, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Man, when, yeah. when A-Rod got that dough, I was like, whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa. But when I heard dudes say 400, I said, he, 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 <laughs> 400? Yeah. Teams, he, he made, we were born in some small countries. Huh? Man, he's worth yeah, He's worth more than Indianapolis Indians. But, but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Like, no one is questioning like, will he get it? They coming up with ways to get it however, to him. That's exactly however, what it is. However, there are certain NBA players where you hear Joker saying, I can't believe he's getting that money. Like, why is it that certain groups of people, when they make money, it's like, oh, he deserves it. He don't get it. But then in the NBA or football players, like, we have problems with. Well, we see their, we see their faces. They're very large. They're very strong and very athletic. And a lot of pigment. <laughs> they have a lot of pigment. But, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny as we got to talk about these things. I was um, watching a comedy special uh -huh. this past weekend, and Michael Che, uh, it's a Netflix uh, special. Check it out. It's one I'll probably end up doing on Brews and Reviews at some point. However, it's called uh, Michael Che Matters. And in the, 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 the stand-up, he ends up mentioning uh, something about the United States Constitution. He said it's the, the, the list of perks for white guys. He said <laughs> the United States Constitution is the white guy's version of FUBU, for us, by us. So, and, and, and it's funny because even with the way that the Constitution is structured, um, you know, we still see a whole lot of it playing out in today's world. And certainly the NFL, their collective bargaining agreements, and uh, certainly how the business system is working for players or not working for players, um, it certainly is reflective of that constitutional perk structure. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it was even worse is that the owners have managed to get the media and the fans on their side when a player want to hold out and get more money. Like, you immediately say they're greedy, they're this, they're that, but it's like, wait a minute. They would cut a dude tomorrow and yeah. not owe him a dime. As a matter of fact, in some cases, he has to pay back money. Right. <laughs> you know, there, there's so much stuff that we don't know as fans about how they get fined for wearing the wrong socks, fined for wearing a towel on the wrong side, fined for their shirt not being tucked in. You know, I mean, look, Cam Newton was suspended for the first possession of the game this week because he didn't have on a tie on the Sunday Night Football you know, game. That's, uh, that's unbelievable. I mean, and, and it's it's kind of these mask uh, codes, if you will, that, that, that people try and use to send messages. For example, um, Kansas City, a place I love. Uh, where my youngest child is uh, <laughs> spending some time. But uh, anyway, in Kansas City, they've got a place called the Plaza. Beautiful place. It's where the community goes. Um, they, uh, they party. It's similar to Broad Ripple in Indianapolis, but much more open. Uh, can hold a lot of people, but it's where every time the uh, U.S. 
soccer team plays. You see these ESPN highlights, and they're usually in the plaza, this downtown district. And uh, the plaza has a number of rules, such as uh, uh, not, not allowing the uh, wearing of white T-shirts in the yeah, plaza. See. And uh, they've got some other codes there, too, see, that and, and, and this, this, we, we restrict get, who's we, coming to the plaza. We, we get this, and I have no problem calling out a name of a club here in Indianapolis that I refuse to go to. And lately, they have some pretty good concerts. But and I get hit up by Moose all the time to go to these clubs, and I would say, you know what, I refuse to go <laughs> to the Vogue. I refuse. I refuse to go because one time, this is probably, I probably haven't been to the Vogue now in five years, four years. Because me and a buddy of mine, we went, and uh, this was real big. We, we got there, it was in line, right, walking up. My buddy of mine, Ray, he's like, at the time, he was like 48 years old. Okay. So the guy looked at him and was like, doing belt check. Like, why are you, why, why you telling me I need to wear a belt? All right, so Ray didn't have on a belt. For whatever reason, he didn't have on a belt. Hmm. He's like, yeah, I can let you in without a belt. Sure. So me, we went to, we went to Walmart on 82nd. It was 86. Went to Walmart, got a belt. Got a belt. Came back. You know what I'm saying? We try hard to get these people our money, right? We come back. Two pilgrims, three pilgrims walk ahead of us. No bell check at all. So uh. Ray, so naturally Ray sees this and he's furious. Like he's like, all right, man, this chill, man. This Did chill. Ray go Ray Lewis? So we walked to the front line. Dude was like, you didn't see your, your belt. So naturally, what did Ray say? You didn't check their belt. They just walked in. So dude was like, he was like, no, I did check their belt. He was like, dude, I watched you and you didn't check their belt at all. He said, but I got my belt. So Ray lifted his shirt up and showed him he had on a belt. Dude, grab his shirt and was like, your shirt too big. I can let you in. <laughs> your shirt is too big. Man, the excuses. I can't let you in. The excuses. And I, and I want to make one correction. That's actually the power and light district in Kansas yeah. City. The plaza is a very nice area, and I'm sure they probably have some similar <laughs> rules. However, right. it is the power right. and light district that has those same type of attitudes that certainly restricts because there's an automatic belief because of the, the, the pictures and the stories that have been told. See, and that's the, the, the thing with the minority cultures. We have to start taking this bull by the horns and telling the story of our culture because it's being decided for us. In every war that there's been, the winner decides the story. And, and I think we have to get to the point where we're going to be the winners of this story. And I think outlets like Independent Radio and the Heavy yes. Hitter Show are, are going to be those forums that, that drive, to no, the, drive the culture. you got to listen to the culture. And, and my thing is, when it comes to, like, I have no problem with somebody telling me I need to dress a certain way to get into a, an establishment. But tell me, don't, don't, don't make your rules everything that Black people wear. Don't discriminate. No, no, no. It's, I mean, it's almost tell, very specific. Tell, tell me, tell, very specific. It's discriminatory. Tell me, tell me to dress to impress, not like, to the majority. So, so that means, so that means, that means, you know what? I have to come in my best stuff to get in here. Matter of fact, just so, so matter of fact, just wear everything opposite what Skrill will wear normally. Yeah, but like, like, don't say white tees. Don't say you can't have an afro. Yeah, don't I mean, say you can't well, wear uh, any color tee. Just plain t-shirt. Yeah. Well, well, no, my t-shirt to match my shoes. Uh, you can't. Uh, you, uh, you can't you wear do that on your side of town, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a shirt, a shirt with a logo, or a shirt. It's like, it's like oh, you can't wear a, a chain. Like, yeah. like what? But then you let this guy in with with with, with some flip flops and a windbreaker. Yeah. So, so what are you saying? Like, he, he it's cool for him to come in cargo shorts. Yes. A windbreaker and some flip flops. But I'm dressed way up. I got on a nice white tee. I got on some nice jeans, some nice Air Force Ones, and my go and my a nice chain. I'm, I'm clean. But I can't get in. You know what I mean? So it's like it's time. It's time as minorities 
I feel like we need to stop trying to bust down doors and get in places where we not wanted and go to the 36 degrees where we where a place hey, where we all wanted. Hey, hey. Yeah, Already. 50 cent tacos every Tuesday. You know what I mean? And I'm 10 in. You know 36 I mean? East Washington Street, Indianapolis, Indiana. 36 degrees is the place you want to be. Already. And, and all welcome, man. Like, you all know welcome. what I'm saying? I mean, to me, like, to me, I, I figured out that no one, I'm not going to knock down your doors and give you my money. No. If you don't want me that, guess what? I keep my money in my pocket. I'm perfectly good with that. And I, I, I don't care who you bring. Like, Moose, so many times, to try to trick, he even tried to trick me one time to get me to come to the <laughs> to the bowl. Like, it was like, it's a DJ competition, man, at, at, at this one spot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, for real? Like, you down to go? I said, I, I got your ticket, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, where is that? Awesome bro with <laughs> I was like, but what spot though? Nah, it's a bro. I'll tell you when we get there. Nah, Mr. Bro, I ain't going. All right, no. Like you want I had you four times, man, you wanna tell me? I'm not going. You know, and it's they, a double move. It's a double you know what I'm saying? Tell you what the double move. Like, no, nah, I'm I'm Richard Sherman on this piece. I mean, but potentially the, the Vogue has experienced some Mandela effect. Maybe yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the same. I haven't. I don't go to Bella Vida. Maybe that no, was a different reality. I don't go to Bella Vida no more. Ever since they came out, the dudes like, oh me, man, peace to Bella Vida. It's to me, black people in here. Are you serious, right peace now? You know Bella what I mean? It's like, why, why do we? Why? They had a great brunch, but peace to Bella Vida. You know what I mean? Like, when, when it's like that, you know what I'm saying? And I get, I get it. Sometimes, man, you got people who live in that area, may feel uncomfortable. When, when they want to go out to eat, because Bella Villa is a nice establishment. I mean, it's a very nice establishment. Absolutely. You know, but... I mean, they'll be happy to know I'm just as uncomfortable being there, so I don't even work hard to yeah, try and uh, get to those right, places. Right. You know, so um, <laughs> I have a great time inside of 465. I'm not afraid to go other places, and I, and I love to travel outside of the city, but I choose uh, not to spend my money outside of 465 if I can avoid it. Um, just because of the, the, the incidents that I've had personally, uh, the incidents uh, others that I've known that look like me have had. So um, at some point, we got to stand for something. And so, I, I, again, just to get back to your point, AGZ, um, it, it's time we really start building up our small businesses and figuring out our resources and who can do what where because we don't need to be so reliant on everyone else because we're more than capable. We are more than conquerors as people. We're overcomers, and we've already come through so much. So with that faith, it's time to move the envelope. It's but, time to push the needle. Now, I will I will say this in regards to, you know, uh, uh, being a minority, being a black man, is that it's also time that us as black men, we have to separate ourselves from other groups of, just because you look like me, don't mean that you necessarily are the same as me. What I mean is, you have pilgrims, or you have, uh, for this conversation, you say white people, and you have what they call, what they consider white trash, right? We hear the term all the time, right? We hear it. Now, when something happened in the white trash community, you don't hear, like, the guys community saying, well, they're just, in, they're just dealing with disenfranchised. They just, no, nah, it's like, no, nah, that's what they do, man. They ain't going to do it. That has no zero reflection on me. You know what I mean? So, like, it's completely separate. Like, they don't, we don't need to have a, a, a big referendum. We don't have to have this whole conversation. So, I feel like, as black people, like, we almost have to separate ourselves and say, look, there's going to be a certain group of people. Let's face it, man, they will never, just, it's just not going to make it. I, I mean, and, and that's, that's their decision. That's their decision. But, you know, I, I still think at some point in time as a community, 
we've still got to get the majority of people thinking on the same page on a correct path, getting that financial management piece. Because let's be honest, AGZ, if you manage your finances right, and if most people have considered the amount of money they've just blown through over a five, ten-year period, right. you could be creating your opportunities, but you're spending it away on things you probably don't even have well, anymore. I think the point I'm making is, is, that, is that you can only help those who want to help themselves. But if, if the majority, again, are doing, so, doing those things to put them in, themselves in a position to win, then we can start helping ourselves. You know, but, but if we're never putting ourselves right. in that position... I'll give you an example. Me, me and Moose talking about this. I said, the problem, like, we, we all know Moose grew up in Hallville, Hallville, USA. Right. Sure. So when Moose went to school, everybody in Hallville, there was a predominantly black area here in Indianapolis. And back when Moose was coming up, it was a pretty affluent black area here in Indianapolis. Sure. Am I correct? I mean, I'm not from it, so I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, speaking no, out. you're right. If I'm speaking out of school, Hallville, USA. let me know. All right. So then what happened was the busing started. So now people were saying, like, you know what, you can go to Ben Davis, you can go to all these different schools. So a lot of people from Hallville started with ship the Ben Davis. Is that is that, I'm still speaking right, right? Sure. Which is Wayne Township, which yep. is a, which was back then a predominantly white, white community, yeah. right? Yes. So you had all the black kids going to Ben Davis. So what happened was all the affluent blacks moved. Not only did they go to Ben Davis, but because now they, the they, well. they moved, they physically moved out of Hallville to Wayne Township because not only well since my school there, all my activities there, now I got a new set of friends over in Wayne Township. So now I just move over here. So what happened to this community, the, the, the voice, that voice is now living in Wayne Township. Well now, now I'm living in Avon, now I'm living in, in in Brownsburg, now now living in Danville, Indiana, you know, living in Eagle Creek. So what happened is those who couldn't or didn't have necessarily the financial means to move out like the ones who had the opportunity to do, now they're left behind in Hallville. So now that voice of Hallville is gone because now you do the affluent blacks, the affluent people that had power, had say, that was all about community, have now left that community to move out to to other communities. So the problem is is, is what happens over time is that now the community that, that was once was affluent is now falling apart. You see, and I think the problem is uh, with our own community specifically is a lack of confidence because in, in any situation where there's a mass amount of people, um, you, you know, it should be very similar to the Iranian thought. Um, you know, they'd probably never kill Adminijad, but if they ever took out Adminijad, the theory is that's fine. There are three more just like me. So even if we lose that one voice of the community, you know, somewhere we have to take some responsibility and start helping those other voices be heard because, uh, you know, just because one person leaves, he doesn't take the entire talent of the he people with him. But when, when you lose 30, 40, 50 voices, and not only do you use their voice, use their financial, their financial power, because we, we all know that, fi like you say, finances is what matters. It's not, it's not about protesting, you know, it's not about, it's not about, uh, Anything like that is all about your financial. Like, would you, would, what kind of economic power do you have? Right, and that's that's the biggest that's problem the because biggest. your tax money then goes. But I mean, let's be honest. Okay, so that lasts uh, a good five, ten period, ten year period. But do you know how many people I've seen that were in those situations because of the unfair lending practices and what have you? Yeah, you yeah. know, within six, seven years, they're right back in Harvard or that community right. they just came from. So uh, there, there's a lot of issues with the system in general.
Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that's definitely that's definitely a, a huge issue as far as like you know, as 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 I heard brother Memorial Johnson. I think I said his name right. Memorial Johnson. Johnson. Yes. They will give you money for a house, but they won't give you money for a business loan, which makes no sense at all. Yeah. When you think about it, like they they'll get you money, to, they'll leave you money for a car to put you in debt, but won't leave you money to better yourself or better your community. Not whatsoever. That's Not whatsoever. No. So I mean, so I think. As far as that, but what I'm saying about about separating, like those who want to help themselves, our minds have to come together ultimately first to build up our community, and then say, okay, now we can go back and start picking and picking up everybody else. But yeah. if you if you allow yourself to drown in that area, then you you'll drown with them, and you can't allow yourself to drown. We got too many good minds to allow to sink to the bottom of the pool like that. So it's time to like you say with, with small businesses. You know, if you look at a lot of Hispanics, they have grown their communities because they, A, stick together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, so we everybody makes jokes. Oh, it's like 15 of them in one house. But you, you know how smart that is? You know how much overhead they just <laughs> saved in they that saved. process? Uh, you know, and at the same point in time, they saved on meals. I mean, just uh, the, the whole expense thing that they've saved at that point. Plus, you're in a, in a home full of people with ideas. Just like Now yours. we're all building together. Mm-hmm. Now we're putting that money away together. Now we have these uh, uh, the, 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 the dollars to be able to go out and create these resources or acquire these resources yes. so that we can do some other things. So salute to the, the Hispanic-Mexican yes. community yes. Uh, locally and across the country uh, because you guys have done some incredible things for yourselves. And I hope that some of what you are doing Will inspire people that look like me as well. Yeah, but see, the thing is, we we there's a video on, on Facebook, and I wonder have you seen what this dude, this black dude, was talking about how he he had a, he had a house next to him that was abandoned. It was an abandoned house, and he was like, the next day that house is like up and running. He's like 24 hours. He's like, he was crying. He was like, it don't make no sense. He said, 24 hours ago, that house was abandoned. Today, people are living in that house. Today, you believe that? Yeah, he said because they had a group, the guy had a group of people come over, the Mexicans had his friends come over, and they just started working on the house. He's like, yesterday it was an abandoned house. Today it's up and going. Today. Look at that. Uh, what does hard work and, and building together do for you? Do you know what I'm saying? You get, hey. Hey. You know, that, that, that voice you hear in the background yes, it's Mrs. sounds Drummond. like coming to the table is Mrs. Drummond. Mrs. Drummond. A.K.A. Star. Star. Star, welcome to the Heavy Hitters Radio Show. Yes. Hey, guys. Oh, I, I, uh, I don't think we can quite hear Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can't go cool on us. Word the moves. You can't go cool on us. My bad, my bad, my bad. All right. Star, what you listening to these days? Put the mic in your mouth. Ooh, what am I listening to? Same thing I've always listened to. I'm a boozy girl. Are I know, you? I know, I know. You're I know. a boosie girl. I'm a boosie girl. Look at you. I what, am, I am. What, what's the uh, what's your five hottest boosie records? Oh, records? five. They, they said, she, she might be. How old are you, boots? I mean, <laughs> Ms. Drum, how are you? You're 20 what? I'm about to be 27. Hey. So she don't know what records are. Uh, she, she's straight. <laughs> she's straight. Straight mixtape. Straight, no. straight with <laughs> CJ's in the building. Yeah, straight, oh, straight, straight, straight with oh, download. Lordy. Like, what song yeah, let me, you? Let me go. I'll be back, guys. About to get our Boosie preview yeah. on. So, well, all right. Well, thank you, Miss Drummond. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> right, short and sweet. CJ, what's going, what's going on, man? Good to see yeah. you, boss. CJ at 36 degrees 36 just walked degrees, in. Man. He is the bar manager. Come down and see CJ. 36 East Washington Street. CJ, you got anything you want to say on the Heavy Hitters Radio Show tonight? Hey, I appreciate it. 
Yeah, 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 I mean, I mean, clearly CJ has never held a microphone before in his life. It is on now. It's been a little while, guys. But we would like to see y'all come out here to 36 Degrees tonight, guys. Show some love. We got Taco Tuesday, 50 Cent Tacos. Uh, Moose showing some love out here. We just like to show y'all, have y'all come out here and do the same thing. This is CJ signing out. It is, yeah, it is. That's all I'm talking about. Cut the mic on, work it out. CJ, 36 Degrees, 36 Degrees. He's watching the street. I keep saying market. He's watching it. But, yeah, man, so, I mean, so, real quick, we got about nine minutes left in this segment. I want to get into uh, finances, man, and, and, and I want you, I want you, books, man, to kind of speak to the young folks, man, about about. Uh, Wait a second, we may have a caller here. He won't be. Go ahead, Moose. Can you hear me? Big house. Big house. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, you in there? How's everybody doing today, man? It's Moose, a.k.a. Big House, man. Live from the satellite. Yeah, Big so, House. Yeah, what's going on, man? Booze, what up, dog? Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm on that Meyer run, now, you know what I mean? Just taking care <laughs> of business, man. Getting some of that monkey powder, monkey balls. Right. <laughs> no, butt hey, stitch. Fresh balls, man, the monkey butt, man. You always got to keep that on. You get, hey, man, you got to keep that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm the biggest man, I'm the freshest, biggest man y'all ever met, man. <laughs> the freshest, like, biggest I man. Char- I take Tell a shower in the morning, I'm still good in the evening. Can, can, you, uh, Moose, can you hear us, by the way? Uh, you know what? I, I can I can hear you in the air. I can't hear you oh, on okay. the phone, but I can hear you in the air, yes. Okay. So what's on your mind, big boy, man? We we actually we were just getting into the Hey, man. Hey, man, I was listening, I was listening to the show. And it was it was actually that was absolutely dope. Now I think I think all our pilgrim listeners are gonna quit listening because we we straight went Afrocentric for a minute, but it's cool. You Come know back, what I mean? pilgrim listeners, we love you too. And it was mad, man. Hey, pilgrims, we love y'all, man. We just had to talk about us. No disrespect against you. Yeah, no disrespect, man. We love y'all. No, no, I, I was telling the truth about Moose. Did you try to trick me to go to the Vogue that time? Did you, you try to trick me? Uh, well, yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> so, yeah. And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it'll probably be coming up. It's called the Twelve DJs of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I told you, he, he tried hard, man. He was like, man, it's a spot down in Broad in Broad Ripple. I was like, for real, where's that? Oh, let's come to Broad Ripple, man. <laughs> hey, man, I wanted you to go. It's a fun time, man. Yeah, it's a lot of my guys. That's, that's, that's good stuff, man. I just, just just take pictures next time, though. Uh, uh, Instagram has videos now. <laughs> Right. Yeah, for sure. Hey, and I'm going to tell you one more thing, and I'll let you guys get back to it, man. Uh, I really like the discussion, man, about about the breakdown of the hoods because because that stuff is real, man. Yeah, absolutely. You guys know, you guys know the technical name for that is gentrification. Gentrification, yeah, yeah. Yes. It was on the tip of my tongue. But I was speaking, I think, man, you had the discussion about how, you know, you growing up in Hallville and then yeah. you going to Ben Davis and, like, everybody kind of moved out and went to Ben Davis, went to Wayne Township. Well, I mean, you know, everything you said was verbatim of what I had already told you. Right, school. right. That's, that's, that's what I was saying. I was giving you credit. I was giving you credit. I was giving you credit. I didn't say the story this was mine. This is a big house in that story that right. AGZ told. Right, because I'm not from here. I told him that. Right. I'm not from Indianapolis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm from Gary, Indiana. Right. Hey, you know and, what? And hey, gentrification but, is happening in Gary right now. Go to Miller. Like, hey, 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 real quick. 
Donald Trump had a big hand in that, man. He went up there. It, it was very cheap business because everybody had moved out. So what he did was he bought up cheap property. He moved up there. He put a hotel and a casino up there. No. Gave people jobs. The second that it went bankrupt, he moved out. He took his money and left everybody high and dry, man. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Now, Donald Trump brought Miss America to Gary, Indiana. Dog. Think about that exactly. boy. Second, <laughs> Gary, Indiana had Miss America, Miss Universe, one of those two. Yeah, dog. I mean. Not hey. Miss Post Road or <laughs> Miss Hallville or, <laughs> you know, Miss Miss The Land. I don't know. Miss MLK. Miss Southside. Miss Southside. Right. No. Miss Gary. I mean, Gary, Indiana. That's where I'm oh, from, Miss man. America. So, that's that's So, Juggles so was, was shot when Trump, you know, came up there, man. But, you know. When everything like I don't think he necessarily went back. I think he sold to Majestic. I think a lot of stuff sold. Majestic bought up all those casinos down there, man. But, but, hey, some, of, but some of those business ventures in Gary did fail. I will. I will they failed. Yeah, they were gone. Yeah. Man. I mean, because I mean, some, some of that stuff, man, was like too. It was too over the top. But like for the time, I think like right now, I think Mayor Daly from Chicago is actually buying up a lot of property in Gary again because when that's lakefront property dude and, and what yeah. people don't realize when there's two places on, on in this country that has cheap lakefront property one is New Orleans which we saw what happened with that and yeah. another one's Gary Indiana and right in the region right in the region you know what I mean so they they only they, they, that, that land and, you, and it's a major body of water major body of water of this country yeah you know and so and so you know, you're looking at importing the steel, and you got Chicago within the earshot. So, I mean, that's we all have always have felt like the Gary was like a, a gold mine is waiting for somebody to take it over, man. So, you know, they're doing it, but the people of Gary won't benefit from it, naturally. Yeah. You know, because, again, we can have the diamond, but we don't know what to do with it because we don't file the paperwork that yeah. it takes to do. You know? that, that's the problem, and I think that that's where we've got to mature. Um, you know, men in general, I think people in general, but certainly um, as African-American people and, and, and definitely people who are, um, you know, I guess you'd have to say on the lower side of the income scale, you know, become so much more important, so much more critical for you to read, for you to be in the know, um, because these people are out there making the decisions that you don't have the power and finances to make yourself. Yeah, and not to make this a, a, a we're not trying to make it a black-white issue, but, but what people need to understand. It's definitely a class system. It's, it's, I think it's, that. Cla- it's, 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 it's all about class. I think they use, they use race to kind of keep us busy and, and, and keep the end fighting going. Because yeah. hey, all right, go ahead. All right, all right. Speaking of that, man. So today is Saint Nicholas Day, right? You guys heard of that? No. No. All right. So today, Saint Nicholas. So what you supposed to do? Is you you supposed to sit your shoes out, and Saint Nicholas swings through and puts a piece of candy or or a small toy in your shoes, man, to to make sure that you're happy. Yeah, that's not happening nowhere. So is there a wino that's gonna be walking around tonight smelling my shoe for alcohol? Right. <laughs> hey, you know the first thing I thought about was a lot of folks not putting them joints out for nobody to put that there. <laughs> right. Hey Moose, they're not doing that. Moose, I'm gonna ask you a question. What do you remember? Looney Tunes, T O N S, or Looney Tunes, T U N E S? What do you remember? Looney Tunes, T O O N S. Yeah, but know what, Moose? Looney Tunes, how you spell it? Never existed. So anyway, man, it's been real. The Mandela effect. 
Google it. It never existed. It was never spelled Looney T O O N S in this universe. T U N E S is always how it's been spelled, according to this. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. According to this flashpoint paradox, I got Moose again. I got him on the trick. You know what it is? That's fake. That's that fake news that people speak about. It ain't fake news if we all remember the same thing. It's fake news like like the radio. Hey, did, did y'all see your boy that drove all the way to, uh, was he drive all the way to D.C., man, and got the shooting in the in the pizza joint because he thought that it was, uh, it was a situation where it was called Pizza Gate with Hillary Clinton? That's funny. He's an idiot. Oh. Hey, man, here, my, my here, hey, here, here's another guy with a high-powered rifle that shoots, that discharges it and lives. My, my thing is, yeah, I know, we, 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 we get into that, but real that's, quick. That's a class I, I'm, situation. I, I'm, I'm going to get, we'll get to it next, we got like a minute left. And uh, real quick, man, I'm, I'm all for ripping off warning labels, and I'm all for like idiots getting killed by their lawnmowers, man, then I heard. Traffic on 465, man, it's too crowded, man, so anything that helps, that helps idiots, you know, get off the streets, man, I'm all for it, man. But real quick, Moose, you got any last things, man, we got about a minute left. Hey, man, all, all I got to say is, man, y'all listen to the Heavy Earth Radio show. Remember, we are where you are. So get comfortable. Come on in. Now, I actually had something else going on because we still got like 30 seconds. On. We don't <laughs> end that quick. Yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> all right, Moose. We have nothing left. Yeah, so anyway, for the Mandela Effect, man, this is uh, for Moose, for D-Lo G, Screws on the Ones and Twos. I'm A-G-Z, man. Stay tuned for the next hour. We're going to get some brews and reviews and going to get more in-depth about these felons, man, and their financial business. You got to listen to the Heavy Hitters Radio Show on IndependentRadio.com. Coming soon. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I did it all up, right? Hey, I'm about to say, peace. Peace. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.